everyone, it's your girl Crystal. Hey everybody, it's Tanisha. Welcome to another episode of She Laughs. Yes. So guys, last week we were talking about the abortion law and um, I kind of mentioned a little bit about the religious spirit that is running amok in the country today. And so Tanisha and I decided we are going to go a little bit further in depth. A little bit deeper. Um, Into what that means. Yes. Because uh, a lot of people will be like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? I'm religious. I believe in the Lord. Yeah. When we say religious spirit, that's not a good thing. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> That is not right. just no, I'll put that it's out. It's not there. a good thing. No. So give them what is what is a religious spirit, Crystal? So a religious spirit is a type of demonic spirit that influences people to replace a genuine relationship with God with works and traditions they attempt to earn salvation. Okay. So let's unpack that for a minute because you hear religious spirit, you think religious is good because you're talking about religion, and then you threw the word demonic in there mm-hmm. and you threw everybody off. Yes. So, here in a nutshell is why the religious spirit is bad. Because it makes you feel that you can do good works are good things and now you're in right standing with God. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have the heart behind those intentions is pure. Most of the time, the heart behind those intentions is not. Usually the heart behind you doing good deeds or good things, and not just even good deeds, but traditional things that maybe your upbringing, because you may have been raised in a certain, um, what am I looking for, church setting, mm-hmm. um, whether it be Baptist or Kojic or whatever. Mm-hmm. You are doing those things to prove yourself worthy, but you're doing it in a elitist fashion. Yes. To make yourself better than anyone else or those who you deem unworthy because they don't believe the same thing you believe. Yes. So the motive behind it is not, I want to be doing good because this is what God wants me to do. It's let me show that I'm better. Yes. Either way, it's bad. Yes. Because your salvation is given to you freely. And there is nothing you can do to earn or deserve it. Period. Because quite frankly, you don't deserve it. (laughs) None of us do. I don't care how good of a person you are. I don't care if you've never mistreated a single person in your life. There is nothing that has made you worthy for the grace 
and the blood that was shed for your life. Mm-hmm. Nothing, guys. Now, does that mean never do good? No. no. No, that's not what that means. We're telling you to check the intent behind your motives. It's all about your heart posture. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing what you're doing? So what are some ways you can tell someone is operating in a religious spirit, Crystal? So here's some of the things you can check for in yourself or in others to see if they're operating in a religious spirit. So the first one is they are overly concerned with outside appearance of being holy and righteous. So, you know, if you're in a family where there's like, well, what goes on inside this house stays in this house because they want to keep on a front and appearances for the pastor and people at church, that's a religious spirit operating within your home and your family. Um, They might crave a position of honor in the church. Um, So you'll see them being so zoned in and focused on church, not to do good for others because they genuinely want to serve in the church, but because they want to obtain a position of notoriety in the church. So um, maybe they're looking to be an assistant pastor or assistant preacher or a prophet within the church, something that gives them a certain status or title. title. Um, They're definitely someone that they're not the ones that are like, just put me in the background. I'm fine back here. No, they, you, you're going to see them being kind of vocal about it um, or um, really driving home, trying to get close to the pastor and things like that. Um, So that's another one. Three, they're very harsh and judgmental um, towards others. Um, they may very have, I don't want to say black and white cause I've, I've genuinely feel like a lot of times in life, things are black and white, but they're not willing to extend grace mm. because things can be black and white and you can still extend grace. They're not going to extend you grace. And if they do, it's going to come at a cost, a high cost, a high cost. Like you're going to, you're going to have to earn the grace that's so freely given to them. You don't have to earn it. Um, next, they're going to be very rigid. They refuse to change. So that looks like they're going to reject any re- revelation that calls for a change, often closed off to any idea or thoughts on the moving forward when the Holy Spirit speaks. So what does that mean? They're not looking for the Holy Spirit to guide in services. They're not listening to the Holy Spirit to lead them in the direction of what is supposed to happen within this ministry. Um, How am I supposed to interact with certain people? Lord, how do you want me to talk or intermingle with these people? No, they are going to be the ones that's like, that's bad. This is wrong. Don't don't come here. Don't it's, it's, it's just real cut and dry. Um, they're not listening for the Holy spirit. They're more so concerned with this is traditional. This is traditionally how we have handled it in the past. This is how we're going to keep handling it moving forward. Um, oftentimes you will definitely see this in churches where they haven't had any new membership. (laughs) Just going to call it a thing, a thing. Um, because they, they are so focused on doing the old, 
um, and saying this has always worked, so it's always going to work. And in Mark, Paul talks about you can't pour new wine in old wineskins. So guess what? They're dried up. Period. There's no room to pour into them because they're on this traditional way of thinking, traditional mode of moving. Um, And so they're not looking for the new revelations that God is trying to send into that church through their Holy Spirit. Because God has a new way of doing things all the time. He brings you in and out of cycles of new. Yes. New, new. He always says, let go of the old. I'm not doing that anymore. This is what I want to do. So, yes, you make no room for that. Uh, And then the last two is um, they are going to attempt to earn salvation. Usually this is one way to check yourself if that might be running amok in you. If you have a lot of feelings of doubt, guilt, and shame constantly running through you and you're like, oh, I have to do better, God. Like, let me do this to appease God because I know I did this. He doesn't look for you to appease him. That's it. He does not have you consistently living in doubt, guilt, and shame. He does not condemn you. Um, He convicts you to do better, uh, but he is not wanting you to live in a state of condemnation. He just wants you to do better. So if you're constantly saying, woe is me, I've done the wrong, da-da-da-da-da-da, all of this, that is literally the enemy holding you in that guilt and shame. Okay. Um, and then the last is they aim to block the revelation of God. Once again, this spirit hates for God's word to be, have any type of light, um, shown on it where it's showing new revelation. It just wants to be stuck in the old. Once again, the enemy just wants to get you on that hamster wheel of doing things in one mode and once you're there in that one mode he'll leave you there because he knows now the holy spirit can't get in because he's got you in this mindset of this is the only way i do it this is the only way i do it and then you wonder why you're not moving anywhere or haven't witnessed to anyone it's because you you're, you're not doing anything sweetie you're just running in the same spot cycles Everybody should listen to that song by Jonathan McReynolds. Yep. (laughs) It's it's an amazing song. It's called Cycles. So hurry up, listen to it. So my um, advice to anyone either dealing with this spirit, because I'm I'm dealing with it, with members in my family, um, with friends, with, quite frankly, it's everywhere in this world today. Um, So... It just everyone, if you're dealing with this spirit, you know, you're dealing with this spirit, even if you're personally dealing with it, that's not a reason to condemn yourself. Um, ask God's forgiveness and then ask, ask him to show you what to do. Um, but I would suggest, um, Ryan Lestrange books, Hell's Toxic Trio. He definitely goes into the religious spirit. He talks about the religious spirit, the Jezebel spirit and the Python spirit guys. That book is a winner. So guys, I just would recommend the book for anyone, if you're dealing with this spirit in your home or around you, or even if you think you might be affected by this religious spirit, then I recommend this book, um, Hell's Toxic Trio by Ryan Lestrange. 
Um, he does an amazing job of going into detail about dealing with the religious spirit. He also talks about the Jezebel spirit, the Python spirit. So guys, if y'all want to know how real this battle can get, this spiritual warfare, um, and seeing into the spirit realm as to what spirits can operate within people, this book is an amazing read, um, to delve into it first. Um, for me, it's, it's one of the ones that I picked up first before really talking about other spirits. And it did, he did a, does a really good job of breaking it down to where you can understand it without getting into all of the, you know, religious rhetoric and talk and all those yes. stuff. So, yes. Um, and we've mentioned it a few times. Yes. I know a lot of people don't like to hear about it because then it kind of freaks them out. Um, which I, I, I totally get and understand, but you need to know what you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when you're dealing with people and it keeps you from being offended when you're dealing with people and something happens or maybe they say something you don't like, or maybe treat you a certain way you don't like and whatever, whether it be coworkers, family, even friends. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to know what those spirits are, call them out, where to send them so that you can be okay and get back in communication with the person you're meaning to speak with. Yeah. Um, so then I, I know it's a bit odd, but it's it's important, especially as a believer, to know what these things are so that you can call them out. But, um, yes, the religious spirit is serious. Yes. Um, and it is a lot because it really makes you feel that you're doing the right thing, especially if your intent is to not manipulate mm -hmm. though you and I say that because you may not even realize that's what you're doing yes a lot of times it comes with sharing your religion with others what you don't realize is you're supposed to share not shove it down their throat yes not force it on them not be offended when you give them something to read and they don't want to read it or you share a word or a scripture or a sermon with them and they don't want to listen to it, they have the right to choose. Your job is to be a light, yes. not to be their instructor. Yes. That is the job of the Holy Spirit. And that is why the religious spirit is so dangerous because it leaves no room for the Holy Spirit to do his job. To get the honor that he deserves. Because that's what he's supposed to do. The Holy Spirit does the convicting. The Holy Spirit does the changing. The Holy Spirit does the re the revealing. That is what he's supposed to do. Until Jesus comes back. That is what his job is. Yes. And you all literally shove him out the door. Because you don't believe in him. He is the representative of Christ. Yep. And he has a job to do. And it is not your job to do anything that he's supposed to do. So 
through you and your actions and how you interact with others and how you treat people and how you talk to people and how you help people is how people get to know the God you say you serve. Not through read this book, read this scripture, listen to this sermon, um, follow these rules, follow these rules, follow this dictation. No, none of that. Them actually seeing you treating people nice. Them seeing you do what you're supposed to do even when people aren't looking. Them seeing how you deal and handle conflict with others Mm -hmm. and conflict within yourself. Them seeing you still pushing and still going to church every Sunday and still lifting your hands and still giving God praise even though there's no food in your home and you don't have a car and you have nobody to lean on. That is how you minister to people. Yes, Not forcing them to do what you want them to do because you think in your mind you know better. Yep. And they don't. And it is your job to guide them. No. That really is the essence of the religious spirit. And it's a most dangerous spirit because it's the one that closely mimics the church that God Christ set up. Yes. So that's why I say this is one of the most dangerous spirits out there because the devil has no new tricks. He can't create anything, so he just imitates. And the closest he can do is imitate, is to manipulate and, um, what's the word I want to use? Dear Lord, bring it to my memory. Manipulate and and almost um, um, demean and demoralize and corrupt the the actual order that God set in mm-hmm. place the actual design he set in is he put in place as to how we are to worship and to really have a relationship with him yes and the enemy has come in and perverted it instead of having a relationship he wants y'all to have rules and regulations and don't get me wrong god did put rules and regulations in order but they don't they don't supersede the relationship that he is trying to have with you no they are supposed to work hand in hand. Yes. The relationship brings forth a mind change, which brings forth a heart change, which then changes your behavior. There you have it. Couldn't say it any better. That's it, guys. So, yes, definitely get that book. And any other research you want to do, um, you guys can always follow. Um, Prophet Roth Lestrange, I'm sorry, on social media, yep. uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, YouTube Instagram. Um, he speaks always. about the religious spirit and the other um, spirits. demonic spirits um, a lot. Yep. Giving a lot of revelation information um, about them. So it's it's important. In this day and age, because we are being overrun by that spirit. And it really, the the fact that it poses itself as a real follower of Christ is the scary part. Yes. 
Yes, Lord. Because it mimics so well. But you really have, it's it's kind of easy to see what it's doing. There's no love in At it. At all in it. And that's how you know. That's exactly There's how There's know. no love in it. No love, no grace. So, T, what else you got? That's it, man. All right, well, where can they find you? Facebook is Tanisha Williams. Um, Instagram is Styles by Tanisha J. Um, you guys make sure you follow She Laughs on Facebook as well as Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, also follow Charmaine's Confessions. Yes. Thank you. The website as well as Instagram page. And we have a, I almost said GoFundMe. <laughs> I mean, we have a PayPal account. Um, she laughs podcast. Yes, that you guys are able to give to if you so see fit. You want to support um, this ministress? Yes, send your um, money that goes towards <laughs> strictly towards she laughs yes. when it comes to um mics and equipment to record the podcast. We want to be able to record video and start posting videos on YouTube um, and little extra things that we want to be able to give to you guys. So anything that you want to donate is appreciated at oh lord I forgot the handle (laughs) I think it's PayPal me that no, this PayPal me slash she, she laughs. laughs podcast. Yes. So. All right, guys. Until next time. See ya. See ya.